podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Chelsea. It's the second podcast of the week where we look forward to the game at the weekend, which is us at home to ooh, Arsenal. I really don't like this game. I never like this game. There's something so horrible about seeing those red and white shirts come out at Chelsea. Ooh, I don't know. Just makes me feel queasy. To help me nurse me through my queasiness, as always, we have Mr Andy Saunders here. Hello, Andy. How are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, I'm kind of, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit like a Christmas game in a weird way because because of the way the train strikes have worked and, and what happens following train strikes, I can't get down by train. It's an early kickoff. So I'm coming to stay with you on Saturday night. It's In my shed, which is nice. Your, oh, do I get the shed? I thought I'd be no, in the No, no, no. I'm moving the lawnmower and um, <laughs> clearing a little bit of space. You can bring your own sleeping bag, right? Well, at least I'm not sharing with Stella in the crate. So that's something. Oh, you hadn't thought of that. You probably fit, though. (laughs) Excellent. And the other man who will help me through my phobia of Arsenal is Mr. Gary Hayes. Hello, Gary. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. That's uh, you being as erudite as ever. So Uh, you you two are spending a night together, eh? Should I tell you who I'm spending a night with next week? Mario Stanich? No, that's just another one of my football friends. Go on. Um, So... um, yeah, I've landed a deal with FIFA for the World Cup and um, I'm spending five weeks with Arsene Wenger and I'm going to be with him on Tuesday night after this game. What do you mean you're spending five weeks with Arsene Wenger? What does because that mean? I'm producing a podcast after every single World Cup game with Arsene. And um, wow. I'm going to be in Zurich next week with him. So Amazing. Chelsea are playing Arsenal and I'm with him and I'm about to go through my Twitter and delete everything derogatory I've ever said about him to make sure that no one finds it. What kind of things have you said, <laughs> Gary? What, about Wenger? Yeah. What haven't I said? Well, just give us an example of what you had to delete. Well, I was just mocking his Arsenal and how bad they were and, um, you know, comparing them to Chelsea and laughing about his 500th game and his 1,000th game. Uh, Did you you call him anything rude or anything? No, I wouldn't wouldn't go that low. So, so, So do you say five weeks... Five weeks. Are you actually going to be, you know, sort of on the road with him for five weeks or are you going to be doing it remotely sort of once a week with him? Well, I'm I'm doing it every day. There's four games a day. Right. I will be, but there's other people there, Jürgen Klinsmann and some others. Um, But yes. So are you with them the whole time, Gary? Well, I'm going to be with him in Zurich, but the issue with um, So what do you mean? Are you going to the World Cup? No, unfortunately not. Um, because oh. the issue with Qatar is that FIFA have had to scale back their um, their presence there because there's not enough hotels. Well, that's what couldn't they're they get you. <laughs> yeah, couldn't they get you a hotel? I mean, they can't be that expensive. Well, I, 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 I told you, Gary. There's I, a million I, I, I look, hotels. I looked up a hotel there for five mm. weeks. Guess how much it was? Twenty-five quid. Hundred twenty-one thousand pounds. <laughs> hundred and twenty one thousand pounds. I mean that's I went no on problem to, for me, but for you yeah. that's gonna be a bit well, of a stretch, for FIFA. Isn't it? For FIFA yeah. it's an issue. And um I went so on to Airbnb. You, Gary. 
You know, I went on to Airbnb and looked on there, and um, I found a um, apartment Bedouin, with a, a Bedouin tent. Yeah, no, and it was um, an apartment with a pool, and it's basically someone had put a bed in a garage, and the pool was a padding pool, and it was thirty <laughs> grand, thirty grand for the five weeks. Wow. And they still wouldn't Insane. get you that. Yeah, so you know, I was like. It's because Arson said, have you seen what this man said about me on Twitter? <laughs> Keep him out of the country. <laughs> That's what's gone on. Yeah. But, um, well, look, we, we have got Arsenal coming up. Um, how do you see this one panning out? Do you, is there a team you really dislike? For me, it is Arsenal coming up. No, to Liverpool. Chelsea. We've always said that. Liverpool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, for me, I, only because I remember Arsenal beating us so many times at Stamford Bridge. Well, we've had Bridge some incredible games, haven't we? I mean, they did beat us. I mean, obviously, the, the you know... Carnu. Carnu. Carnu in the oh. rain hat trick in the last 10 minutes, obviously. And then, oh. you know, there was... Uh, Silvino. Uh, Silvino. Winterburn. Yeah, exactly. Ian, Ian Wright's done things. <laughs> against us before but we've also had some great results against them yeah. as, you, as you mentioned uh, Wenger's landmark games you know we've, we've we did them on that uh, we've also had John Terry fall over and Robin Van Persie run through and score I mean yeah it's been awful on occasions but we have had some decent results against them um, how do I see it panning out they are very very good at the moment there's no point you know tribalism you know to one side they're a very good team at the moment they look like a team you know they've got players absolutely banging for Martinelli Saka uh, Odegaard uh, uh, Jesus, who's sort of quiet by comparison, but he's still looking dangerous. Um, they've got, you know, Saliba at the back. You know, they've got really good players playing well. Granite Xhaka's having a good season. So, you know, it's going to be a really tough game. I think, you know, them and Man City are the ones to beat this season. Um, however... However, I think we raise our games against the bigger sides. That, that's what we tend to do. Um, listen, it depends how we turn up on the day. It depends, um, you know, whether we have the confidence after, you know, a chastening experience at Brighton, you know, to go into that game, you know, full of confidence. It's at home. Hopefully the crowd can get behind us. You know, there's no reason why we can't raise our game, beat them like we beat Man City in the Champions League final, you know, and, and other times that we've beaten teams oh, come that on, we they're not didn't, as, they're not didn't that really... Didn't no. I'm just saying when we've had teams that are we're not really expected to beat, we have done so in the past. I'm not putting them in the same bracket as Man City, you know. But that was an occasion where we all went along thinking we're going to get absolutely spanked by Man City in the Champions League final, and we didn't. And I think a lot of people are saying this is going to be a very very tough task for us um, this weekend on Sunday. And um, I don't know. Maybe we can raise our game for it. Well, well yeah, there you go. That's uh, an insightful look at it and a certain way of looking at it. Gary, how do you view this one? Are Arsenal as good as the points would lead you to believe at the moment and where they are on the table? Or are they just fooling us again? Hmm. Hmm. It's, radio. it's radio, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but cannot... I'm, I'm considering this because... I think they are fooling us, but they're doing a very good job of it. <laughs> Do you think they're going to Arsenal it up at some point? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah of course they are. Oh, well, of course I, they are, but we all know that. But at the moment, but, they're not, Yeah, they? I know. See, I, I just look at it and I think this idea of it's a season like no other. We heard that with COVID. But um, with the World Cup being where it is, I feel like they're going hell for leather and then they're getting to the World Cup and they're putting themselves in a really good position. But it's almost like you see... They're doing a, you know, fifteen hundred meters, and they're trying to be the pace setters, and they're getting halfway round, and then they're going to blow their ass out, you know, and sort of get left in the home straight. 
Um, I think, look, we know the problems Chelsea have got, but we know the threat that we've got as well. And I wouldn't underestimate Aubameyang coming up against them and what he's going to want to do. And I think that when we've got our key players in real good form, like Mount and others, um, we will beat Arsenal. We are a better team. We're not showing yeah. it at the moment. We're not showing it just right now. But but the issue is here as well is what's the manager going to do? Mm. If he makes a mistake in his lineup, then we're done. He's mm. got to get this team right. He can't be fanning around with experimenting. With, he knows the Cucurella stuff isn't working. Just don't play him there anymore. Mm. Just, 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 just don't play him. You know. Who'd you put Aspi in then, do you? Yeah, you, you just got to go with the best player that you possibly can. And Cucurella's confidence is going to be through the floor right now. Mm. Um, he's got to play Chilwell. Um, he's got to play Aspi, Thiago Silva, and Chaloba if um, Koulibaly's not fit. Um, you know, he's got to Loftus play cheek on right wing back. Yeah, I, I would say put Loftus cheek there because he's got the physicality to do it, and we see him when he's done it and he's filled in. He's not going to do it for thirty-eight games, but he can do that for between now and the World Cup, and just go look. I'll come in and do a job there. Maybe you know, have Kovacic and um, and Jorginho in the middle. Try to play to our strengths and not worry mm. about others. Don't play Sterling as a left wing back because we know it's not working. Whether it's going to work in six months, fine. But you've and got he's to so get much through more this dangerous game. Playing on, yeah, you know, playing on the left. Te- of the teams front want te- teams want him where he is because they're like, let Raheem have the ball on the halfway line. Don't they don't want him picking up the ball on the edge of the box. Mm. That's what they don't want. They don't want him running onto the ball on the edge of the box. It's all down to where players start getting the ball and we our key players are starting to get the ball deeper where they need it to be up higher in the pitch and don't you think actually with somebody like Sterling teams are always trying to find a way to nullify players like him and we're doing it for them (laughs) you know it's fine if a team leaves you all that space that he can run into and what have you but as soon as you start attacking him it's over and we want to see him as you just mentioned Andy he's great in and around the box he tries things he's always wriggling he's he's finding space he's trying to do something sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but he's always thinking about how to attack the defenders and take them on so yeah for me we need to get him in the rightful position whereby he can affect a game for as long as he is on that pitch. For me, he's probably one of the most important players to work out and treat right at this moment in time because we're seeing him tail off in form and and we can't afford that. You know, form will disappear anyway at times through a season. We don't need to be the ones who instigate it. So we'll just have to... I think really, I I think Gary makes a really valid point. This is a key team to pick. He needs to pick the right team. He can't be making loads of changes at halftime. He needs to get this right from the off and we need to have a 90 minute performance. So Andy, who worries you the most uh, for them? And how do you see this one panning out? Martin is the one that, that worries me because if he comes from deep and I think I'm slightly worried about our midfield getting overrun because that just seems to be the issue this season. So do we play Gallagher to give us a little bit of energy in there? Does he put Loftus-Cheek in there to give us a bit of strength? Because Kovacic and Jorginho, that's probably not enough. Um, so I think he probably has to put three three in midfield with wingbacks. Um, so he's the one that worries me because he can score goals. He can run from deep. You know, he 
can he can but then you've also got Saka and you've also got Odegaard you've also got they've got a lot of very attacking skillful players I don't think that you know that they are impregnable at the back I think that if we can get past the press and we can get past those players and we can get the ball up to our more creative players up top you know uh, Aubameyang or Mount or, or Sterling or whoever he plays up there then I think we've got a chance the, the, the problem is what I don't want to do is see us sitting on our 18 yard box defending against all these creative players that's that's going to be the issue it's how do we break the press how do we transition how do we get the ball forward so we can play on the front foot that's the issue yeah and and hopefully it looks as though Saka will be out because he's picked up an injury good and yeah so he's, he's a decent player Gary last thoughts from you how do you see this one panning out and what are you worrying about from them I know I sound like an idiot. Arsenal just don't worry me. I've seen them playing this season. I just think, okay, they've they've done well and you know they're top. And but yeah, I look at Martinelli and I just think, man, you're you're just a joker. He's just they're they're in a moment. These players are in a moment. They're in a moment and they're doing what it's a West good moment, Ham. Though, isn't it, Gal? No, but look, look, hear me out. They're in a moment like West Ham were right last year when everyone thought West Ham might get Champions League. Right? There were players who were playing well beyond themselves and I think what you see with Arsenal at the moment is you've got players like Martinelli that are playing well beyond themselves and it might be he plays well beyond himself at Chelsea but I think that uh, you know on on Sunday but I just think with this team moving forward I know we're talking about today's game but just to get some perspective on Arsenal this isn't Liverpool of two years ago this isn't what you're seeing at Man City either I just think this team is in a moment and they're capitalising on a season that is unlike any other but, um, yeah, but Gary, Gary, the thing is, they're in a I moment, don't, yeah, and we're but playing them okay, in a moment. Okay, but I'm, I'm talking about Martinelli, for instance, right? I don't see Martinelli... If, if Chelsea play properly against him, they will nullify the threat, they'll shackle him, and he won't do anything. Team, You see the way teams have played, they've given way too much space to these players, and they've sort of respected them too much. Chelsea need to step up. Like you're saying, Andy, you don't want to see Chelsea defend on the edge of the 18-yard box. Chelsea need to step up, be in their face a bit, and play aggressive football against them. If Chelsea do that, with the players we've got, we'll win this game. But if we're too passive, and we sort of think, oh, they're top, and they're doing this, and they're doing that, we'll lose. And you see teams playing against them, and that's what's happening. You look at Forest, they did it at the weekend. Yeah, yeah and I, I would agree with what you said about being aggressive because my thinking was we need someone in midfield and could go and wind up and annoy people like Xhaka rather than let him play football. So, you know, I think that's we don't have anybody who can do that, can get on his nerves. But, OK, well, look, let's see what everyone thinks. Predictions for this game. Andy, you may go first. One all. Think it's One a draw. all. Can't okay. see us winning this game. But, you know, really, really, really hope we do. But I think it's going to be a draw. OK, Gary, what are your thoughts? 2-0. Oh, love it. To Chelsea? To Chelsea. OK. Martinelli I... to be frustrated and Granite Xhaka to be sent off. <laughs> oh, that's See, that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. That's the performance. OK, my last thought on this is we are going to win this one. But it's going to be close. It's going to be nervy. 2-1 to us. I think as well, well just, to, just to think about Arteta, I think um, Potter's going to have a real light bulb moment. Okay. What will that light bulb do? It will light up and he'll just say, Edison created the light bulb. Okay. 
Okay. Right. Well, that's it. That's the light bulb moment from the man of electricity, Gary Hayes. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you, Andy. Great to have you on. Thank you, Gary. Uh, Come on, you blues. Let's do it against the Gooners. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.